this is episode 52 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we'll be talking about grief during COVID-19. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad you're here because I know that during COVID-19, it is affecting all of us differently, and I think one of the most important conversations that we need to be having is, how do we deal with the grief? That uncomfortable feeling that we are all experiencing is called grief. Now, before I dive into that, I do want to take a moment just to point you to our website, christiantravelers.net where I have a lot of faith and travel resources, along with our Facebook group, where we join in discussion, etc. And I hope that you will find some tools and some community, because not only do we like to talk about faith and travel, we love to connect other Christian travelers. So today we're talking about grief, and one of the first things I want to point out is that oftentimes when we think about grief, we think about it in the context of the loss of a loved one. Or we think about it in the context of uh, a loved one going through something incredibly tragic like cancer. We don't tend to think about it in terms of like just our day-to-day living, the uncomfortable things we experience. But if we stop and think about it, um, there are five stages of grief, and I can almost guarantee you that those uncomfortable moments when you feel like this, like, my day-to-day life is not normal, and and I'm not really sure how to cope and process it, and I, I want to be traveling, or I want to be going on vacations, or or I, I just want to be going to work. And those moments, as you're thinking about those things, we have the opportunity to look at it from a Christian perspective and how God is working through our grief. In those moments, you are actually going through grief. Now let's talk for a second about what the five stages of grief actually are. They are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Now, I think a lot of us think that the five stages of grief are stages that we go through in chronological order, that you go through denial and then you end up in anger and like yada, yada, yada. But God has made us each very unique, so um, you won't necessarily go through all five stages. You also might not go through them in that order, um, whatever ones you do experience. And it is totally possible to go forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. It's more like a roller coaster. Uh, You have good days where you're on the up and up, and then you have bad days when you're kind of going down. And if we look at it in that context that it was good and bad days, and we acknowledge which stage we're in, that we're in denial that this is happening. Uh, we're so fed up with social media. We're not going to pay any attention. I'm just going to go live my life. Or we're angry because I was going to go on vacation or I was going to go do this or that. Bargaining. Uh, maybe we are kind of like, well, clearly if everyone would do this, then this would happen and we could all be back to normal. But what is normal at this point? Uh, depression, those moments of just like, I can't get out of bed today. I can't get to work. I, I can't 
there, what is the point? And then those moments of acceptance where, okay, this is how it is and I can keep going forward. But just because you reach acceptance one day doesn't mean that that's like the end of everything. Like you're totally done with grief. No. And grief for you might last a couple minutes. I I really doubt that. But, you know, it could last for a short period of time. But for your friend, it could last months. Uh, you might not cry ever, but your friend might cry all the time. God's just wired us differently and that's okay. And it's okay to admit that we have grief. And when we admit that we have sorrow and pain, um, it's easier for us to admit to God and to others that we need help. Um, so I'm sharing this with you so that maybe you can stop to identify which stage of grief you are in at the moment and uh, process how you are doing. Now, I want to take us to Lamentations 3, because I think that in here are some good verses that deal with the grief and the sorrows that people experience. I think one of the blessings of COVID-19 is that we get the chance to look at some verses in scripture in ways we may never have looked at them before. And um, Lamentations is a book of sorrow. It's a book of them mourning the fact that they are not, uh, the Israelites are not where they wanted to be. And they have been captured and yet God never fails them. So if you are reading along with me, I am Lamentations 3. I'm using the New Living Translation simply because its language is semi-easier to understand. And I want us to start at verse 20. And I'm probably going to pause a lot just because I want to make some side note comments. So let's go ahead and read verse 20. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Are you going to forget this weird, awkward, uncomfortable time? Have you journaled about it? They're saying that it's important to journal because this is literally making history around the world. We're never going to forget this. This is going to be written on our hearts forever. And, and there is loss. There's loss of normal. There's loss of socialization. There's loss of activities that we had planned. And yet, verse 21, yet I will dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Even while we're grieving, we can still have hope. Um, I think Satan loves to stop us right in that moment of grief, in a moment of complaint, and just hold us there. Like, my life isn't normal, and I just don't like this, and da-da-da-da. And we're not giving thanks to God. And I know that is such a countercultural mindset right now to be praising God in the midst of this chaotic storm. But what a great chance to be an example to, to those around us who don't know Christ, who don't have hope. We get to point them to Jesus. And, and we get to praise him in the midst of a storm. And we remember that he doesn't leave us. He's completely faithful, even in this situation. And while we're complaining and just looking at the bad things, I think sometimes it's easier for us to uh, think that 
God causes bad things to happen, but that isn't true. God allows bad things to happen. He allows what Satan's doing. Satan's causing COVID-19, but he uses it for his glory. If you stop and think about it, Satan probably said something like, I'm going to shut all your churches. And God's like, well, all of my churches went out. They, they're online. Now they're, they're in their parking lots doing radio worship services. They're, they're uh, putting church online at higher numbers than before, and more people are seeing it because of that. Um, Satan thought, oh, no one's going to have family devotions because they're, they don't have Sunday school. Well, how many of you have stopped and read your Bible more frequently because you have time? Um, and, and so many other activities and distractions are canceled. We still have hope and, and we get a rest in that promise. And rest is such an important thing. I think right now, a lot of us are struggling with resting because we're putting really, really, really high expectations on ourselves. I know I've mentioned in a previous episode about a life balance wheel, a wheel where if you would draw a circle on a sheet of paper and you divide it into sections for different things that are important in your life, finances, work, social life, recreation, spiritual life, like if you divided all those things, And then if the very center was like a zero, like you're absolutely doing nothing for that, to the very outside, you're doing 10, you're doing absolutely perfectly. And you marked on each line where you were at. And then you connected the dots and made a wheel. Most of the time, our wheel would be a little janky and it wouldn't roll completely smoothly because we tend to prioritize certain things and other things we don't. And... I think right now we have these really high expectations on ourselves to be functioning at a level 10 in all areas. We feel like, okay, well, I'm at home and so I need to be the perfect employee that can work at home. But yet you're not just like a normal work from away employee. You're a work from away in crisis employee. Things aren't quite normal. Or if you're a parent, You feel like you need to be taking care of your children absolutely perfectly, but you also have work that you have to do. And so there's these things tearing you in different directions in crisis when when your kids are experiencing some very dramatic emotional baggage. And um, if you are just a traveler who enjoys vacationing and right now you are stuck at home, you might feel like you need to still find a way to to get outside and, and enjoy things, but maybe you're just feeling kind of down in the dumps and that's not happening, or you're in shelter in place and you're not allowed outside at all. Um, where I'm at, we're allowed to like go outside and do trails and hiking and those kinds of things to get some fresh air, um, but there's not a ton of those options in my area. But anyway, so we have high expectations of ourselves to function super duper well and use this time for all these things that we never thought we'd have the time to do. But I want to pause and just tell you, it's okay to give yourself some grace because God does not put these high expectations on you. He calls you to remember one thing and one thing alone, that you are his child. You are a child of God 
praise the Lord, and that's what your identity comes from. It doesn't come from the times when you are functioning perfectly at a 10 everywhere on the scale. It doesn't come from the times when you fail to do the things that you thought you needed to do. It doesn't come from uh, the work that you get done or from the places that you've been. It comes from God. Jeremiah 1 verse 4 and 5 says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. In these verses, they're talking about the call of Jeremiah the prophet. But the same goes for us, that before we were born, God knew us. He knitted us together in our mother's womb. And he consecrated us. He gave us a purpose and he called us for something. And and in that is our identity. Our identity is that we are children of God. We are made by him. He created us. And, and our purpose comes from him. It doesn't come from our own expectations of ourselves. And when we rest in that and when we remember that in our grief and our lamentations and in our struggle to focus on hope instead of the complaints, instead of the pain, um, we find peace, peace to cry out and lament just like this whole book of lamentations to cry out in our sorrow and grief to God, to acknowledge that things aren't okay right now. And we find the rest to continue in hope even in the sorrow. But I want to go back to Lamentations 3, starting at verse 31, because I want to remind you something else about our hope. Verse 31 says, For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love, for he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. God in the Old Testament, allowed bad things to happen in a different way. He allowed bad things to the Israelites, the chosen people, um, because they weren't obeying his expectations and his commands. Today, because of Christ's sacrifice, we know that those expectations are not put on us in the same way, and we know that those bad things come from Satan. And so we know that the Lord does not abandon us in this situation in in our grief um and though we experience grief god is still going to show us compassion because he loves us unfailingly he loves us unfailingly and he doesn't like us having pain and sorrow he wants us to have joy and so while we might not know the end outcome of this situation while while you might be stuck at home right now know for certain that Christ is still the victor. So Christian travelers, I'm so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I want to once again remind you that you can subscribe to our podcast at christiantravelers.net where we have other faith and Christian resources and I send those out on a regular basis. Um, But then you can also uh, join our group discussions on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, So until next time, safe travels or safe quarantine and God's blessings.